Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. We have a favor to ask. Please rate this podcast in the app where you are listening to it, ideally with five stars or the equivalent. My name is Artem and here is the news. 218 days less the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin signed decrees recognizing the so-called independence of the Kherson and Zaporizhia regions of Ukraine following the fake referendums Russia held there, reports Ukrainska Pravda. In these decrees, Putin is citing principles and norms of international law, equality and self-determination of peoples enshrined in the Charter of the United Nations. Before, UN Secretary-General Antonio Gutierrez stated that Russia's actions trying to annex parts of Ukraine after holding fake referendums there are a violation of the UN Charter and international law. On September 30, members of the Russian parliament received an invitation to the Kremlin, where a ceremony of signing agreements on the accession of new territories to Russia will take place. Earlier, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky emphasized that if Russia tries to annex new territories of Ukraine on the basis of so-called referendums, this means the end of any negotiations with Moscow. In his evening video address, the Ukrainian president said that Russia will not get any new territories of Ukraine, but will equate itself with the so-called Donetsk and Lugansk People's Republics it created. He stressed that it would mean an end to the institutions of normal statehood that remained in Russia. Volodymyr Zelensky announced a special meeting of the National Security and Defense Council for September 30. He didn't provide any details, but stressed that some important decisions would be made there. The International Contact Group on the Defense of Ukraine, also known as Rammstein Format, will once again meet in Brussels on October 12, reports Radio Liberty. The group is headed by the U.S. Defense Secretary and consists of up to 50 states who provide Ukraine with military aid or consider doing so. According to the U.S. Ambassador to NATO, Julian Smith, group will work with the request received from Ukraine regarding military support. According to the Czech media IDNES, the South Korean-made counteroffensive weapons intended for Ukraine, with a total cost of about 3 billion U.S. dollars, will be delivered through the mediation of the Czech Republic, reports Interfax Ukraine. According to the report, the American side will pay for the supplied weapons. These will be rocket launchers and ammunition. The General Staff of Ukraine informs that the enemy is shelling the positions of Ukrainian troops along the entire front line, reports Unyan. Over the past day, units of the Ukrainian army repelled enemy attacks in the areas of Zaitseve, Majorsk, Vesela Dolina, Bakhmutske, Odradivka, Kurdyumivka, New York, Pervomaiske and Bezimenne in the Donetsk region. According to the Ukrainian intelligence, the occupation administrations of the Russia-controlled territories force local residents to obtain Russian citizenship and passports. For example, in the city of Mariupol, teachers are threatened that they will lose their jobs if they refuse to exchange their Ukrainian passport for a Russian one. At the same time, other residents are allowed not to hand over their Ukrainian passport over receiving a Russian one. Russia launched massive missile strikes at Ukrainian cities of Odessa, Mykolaiv and Dnipro, reports Ukrainska Pravda. Some of the attacks were conducted by the Iranian drones. At least eight people were injured as a result of a Russian attack on a high-rise building in Mykolaiv. In Dnipro, Russian missiles killed at least one person and at least two others were injured. At least 50 buses burned down as a result of the missile hitting the local transport company. The new prisoner exchange took place between Russia and Ukraine, reports Suspilne. Four Marines and two civilians returned to Ukraine. 
All military participated in the defense of Mariupol, while civilians were detained by the Russian military in different parts of Ukraine for allegedly transmitting intel to the Ukrainian forces. In an interview with Interfax Ukraine, Defense Minister Oleksiy Reznikov said that winter uniforms for all combat units are already in stock and thermal underwear and fleece jackets are already been delivered to the troops. Troops are expected to start receiving winter uniforms from October 15th. According to Reznikov, 200,000 full-fledged winter kits are already brought and in stock. Previously, Lithuania promised to provide winter clothing for 25,000 Ukrainian military. Local authorities of the recently liberated city of Izum in the Kharkiv region plan to evacuate its residents because it is impossible to prepare houses for the heating season, reports Interfax Ukraine. Free evacuation will be organized to the residential areas of Kharkiv, Poltava and other regions of Ukraine. Known American actor, performer of the role of Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, Mark Hamill became the first ambassador of the United24 fundraising platform, which will help raise funds for the so-called Drone Army, reports Liga. The president of Ukraine thanked the American actor for supporting the Ukrainian people in the struggle for freedom. The Drone Army is the initiative aimed at raising funds to buy unmanned aerial vehicles for the Ukrainian military. If you like what we do and would like to tip us, you can now do so directly to our PayPal. Check out the link in the description to this episode for more details. And as usual, you can subscribe to our Patreon. In gratitude for your help, we will give you access to a series of exclusive episodes on wartime life in Ukraine. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.